1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
0: everything. It's Tuesday, September 14th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. New York City is now enforcing its vaccine requirement for restaurant employees and patrons who wish to eat indoors. Anyone aged 12 or older must show proof of at least one shot to eat or drink indoors at restaurants, bars, nightclubs, and more. Heather Haddon... Restaurants reporter at the Wall Street Journal joins us for how businesses and customers are divided over this new enforcement. Thanks for joining us, Heather. Thanks so much. Starting this week on Monday in New York City, they're going to begin enforcing the vaccine requirements for restaurants, for people that are going to eat at the restaurants and also the employees there. There's other cities across the country that are doing similar things. San Francisco requires you to have a shot to eat indoors, but In New York City, like I said, they just started to uh, mandate this. So, Heather, help us walk through what we're seeing, who uh, needs to have proof of their shot, and then uh, how is it going to be enforced?
2: Yeah, in New York City, anyone who's age 12 and above to dine inside a restaurant needs to have proof of vaccination. Uh, It's not enough in New York City to have a negative COVID test. They actually need to have proof that they've had one shot of the vaccine. So people can bring a copy of their car. They can bring one of the city or state apps where you can load in your proof. And then you also need to have an ID. So you need to have driver's license, passport or office or uh, school ID proving that it's actually you and you need to present that to the restaurant to be able to actually dine inside.
0: Yeah, this is going to apply at restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, food courts, malls, pretty much everywhere. Is it enough to have a picture of, let's say, your vaccine card? Because I know in some places you can just carry around a picture. That's fine. Does it have to be the actual card or one of these approved apps? Or will that picture just work?
2: Yeah, just a picture is fine. Uh, You have to actually have to be legible. You have to be able to read it because they don't want fraud. One aspect of this is a customer could actually have civil and criminal charges brought up against them if they are caught bringing in a fake vaccination card. You cannot fake your card. Um, That's a serious offense. So uh, that's why the ID, that's why, you know, a legible copy of your card or one of these apps where you've loaded it up already and it's all ready to go.
0: So these establishments can face fines up to $1,000 for a first violation and then things will escalate after that. Who's going to be doing the enforcement on the restaurants themselves?
2: So the city said they'll have uh, civilian enforcement going out from various agencies to check that signage is up, that there's a plan in place at restaurants to make sure they're actually abiding by this. And the actual law took effect last month. So they argue that restaurants have had time to comply with this, get used to it, figure out what it means for them, and now they can start enforcing it.
0: How has the reaction been throughout this past month with all of that? You know, I know they kind of had time to do it. I know some restaurants were waiting until they were going to really start enforcing it all. But how has it been for the restaurants and the patrons themselves?
2: It's really divided. So it depends on where you are in the city, who you are, you know, areas where tends to be higher vaccination rates tend to support this, tend to say, you know, the restaurants say their customers like this they feel safer because of it areas in lower vaccination rate parts of the city tend to not like it as much they see it as overreach and you know a group of restaurants have actually sued the city for implementing this rule they want to try to stop it so it's it's really divided by who you're talking to.
0: yeah. And you even mentioned in the article, you know, in Times Square, very tourist-heavy, obviously. There's a lot of pushback there. You know, they have people coming in from all over the country, obviously, with varying degrees of vaccination rates as well, and, and they're pushing back because they could potentially limit uh, a lot of their customer base there.
2: Yeah, it could really limit customer base, and I think that's the real concern for some of these restaurants who are worried about this, that, you know, they don't, they're so eager to keep their customers or so eager to keep their employees and anything that could possibly deter sales, possibly deter workers from being in their restaurants, then that's a real concern for them. And so we'll see, you know, we'll see if it starts to get more, people get more used to this or not.
0: Are there still capacity caps in New York City?
2: There is not. Okay. There is some rules And I don't want to misspeak. Um, You know, occupancy has returned to normal. The city may still have some rules concerning how tables are spaced. I'm not totally sure of that. But the city has removed the occupancy caps that had originally been imposed earlier in the pandemic.
0: And there's only a few, like, minor exceptions to the vaccine rule. Uh, I guess they said that you can go into a place for about 10 minutes or so. You know, let's say you're picking up food or just going to the restroom or something like that. So there's some minor exceptions.
2: So they are allowing for takeout. So if someone wants to come to the restaurant and just pick up something quickly, use the bathroom, pay a bill, that is fine. They just need to wear a mask. So people still have to wear a mask, but they don't necessarily have to have vaccination proof. And the city is saying that is an alternative for people who don't necessarily want to abide by these rules.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's an interesting uh, move by the city to see, you know, well, let's see how long this lasts and how successful all of this is. As we mentioned, there's other cities in the country that are doing something similar or requiring negative tests to eat indoors. So we're going to see a continuation of, of all of these requirements. Heather Haddon, restaurants reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need— any disease.